Welcome to the Double Busy and Fit podcast, a source of actionable steps and strategies to help busy people to look better, move better, and ultimately feel better without turning their lives upside down in the pursuit of improving their health and fitness. I'm your host, Harry Morris, the proud owner of Fitness Studio 46 in the West Midlands. And over the last five years, I've coached hundreds of people toward their health and fitness goals. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Double Busy and Fit podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing three life environments that will impact your results. Environment dictates behavior. I've always found this statement to be true. For example, I'm going to act very differently at a family meal with the in-laws when compared to being at the pub with a few friends. Perhaps I'd dress differently I'd speak a little bit differently and I would ultimately behave differently. This doesn't make me two-faced or mean that I'm not an authentic or genuine person. It's just that I choose to behave differently based on the environment that I was in. When it comes to health and fitness, our behaviours ultimately determine our outcomes, which means that controlling our environment should be of high importance for anybody looking to get a result in health and fitness. Let's look at a few ways that we can do that. Firstly, in the home. And two of the most important rooms in the home for our health and fitness are the kitchen and the bedroom. When it comes to the kitchen, controlling the kitchen environment will influence our behaviours around food. For example, when you open up the cupboards, what do you see first? Is it the biscuit tin or a box of chocolates? If high calorie tasty snacks are readily available, then it can be easy to mindlessly reach for them when we're hungry, stressed or bored. You could consider not even having these things in the house if you find that you're unable to control your intake and that that's taking you further away from how you want to look and feel. Or perhaps you still want them available in the house, but just not as easily accessible. Try putting them at the back of the cupboard or behind some snacks that would be more in alignment with your goal. That way, when you do go to the cupboard, there is a literal barrier between you and the foods that could be taking you further away from your goal. This may not stop you from deciding to have the high calorie food, but the key is making it a conscious decision rather than just acting upon a craving or mindlessly reaching for the food just because it's there. So my suggestion is very practical, and that is to perform a kitchen audit. Get the room organised and create an environment that encourages the behaviours you want to practice. I've even seen people place sticky notes on certain food containers, like, are you sure that you want to eat this, or are you just bored? It may sound a little extreme or over the top, but ultimately, if it's going to enhance your quality of life, then I'd consider that worthwhile. The other room we could look at in the home is the bedroom. Another key factor in improving how we look, move and feel is our sleep. The bedroom environment therefore needs to be constructed to enhance our sleep. And I'll cover this in a lot more detail on episode 18 of the Double Busy and Fit podcast, which is entitled The Five Step Guide to Improving Sleep. So I suggest that if you'd like some more detail to go back and check that episode out. But the key is that good sleep doesn't happen accidentally. Our bedroom needs to be completely cool 
and dark. And we also need to limit any potential sleep distractions, maybe something like our mobile phone. So try to create an environment that promotes the best sleep possible. And if you can do that, then it will have a huge impact on your results. A second environment for us to consider is our work environment. Many of the same principles for being at home will apply at work. We're trying to encourage behaviours that contribute to improved health and wellness. So a few questions for you to consider are, is lunch prepared at home or is it purchased out and about? If it is purchased, then where are you shopping for it? And is it possible to make smart food choices in the place that you go? What physical location do you sit to eat your lunch? And is this impacting on your choice of lunch? Am I always tempted by the office snacks and treats? Who in the workplace, if anyone, because we all have that person, is notorious for encouraging high calorie snacking? Am I able to move often throughout the day? Am I able to take regular breaks? Could I stretch or move more at any point in the day than I already do? Does my workplace take employee health and wellness seriously? And are my professional boundaries clear so as to not jeopardise my own health for the sake of work? So that's a lot of questions for us to consider. But we spend an enormous amount of our days and lives in the work environment. And if you feel that your work environment is negatively affecting your health and wellness, then these questions could lead to making a few simple changes that could improve your health and wellness on a daily basis. So whether that's improving your lunchtime habits, increasing daily movement or stress management, these small improvements add up to make a big difference. But I also wouldn't dismiss the idea of major change. There have been several clients I've worked with over the years that have completely changed careers for the sake of their health, sometimes taking less money in the process. The cliche saying that health is wealth is true. Far too many busy professionals sacrifice their health in pursuit of more money or a higher position. Depending on your circumstances, you may be in need of completely changing your work environment. A third environment we can look at is our friends and family. They say that you're the average sum of the five people you spend the most time with. It makes sense then that if your friends and family are seriously into their health and fitness, you know, they train often, maybe they like to go hiking or walking or do other activities in their spare time, then you're going to be fitter and healthier too because you'll be doing that stuff with them. If they like to go to the pub and watch Netflix, then chances are you're not going to be as fit or as in shape. This is quite a delicate subject and it's one that I'm always really cautious to address. But there is sometimes a tendency that as somebody tries to improve their health and fitness, it can create distance in their friendships. So your friends get used to certain behaviours from you. And when you make an effort to change those behaviours, then it may make your friends uncomfortable because they liked you as you were. In some cases, this can even lead to people growing apart and switching who they spend their time with because the people that they formerly spent time with no longer share the same values. That being said, if you are encountering a lack of support from friends and family, it's often just a case of explaining what you're trying to achieve and asking for them to help you stay accountable to your goals. Good friends will be more than happy to help. But much like changing your job, if your health is at stake, 
In some cases, changing who we spend our time with could be a major change that's needed for your long-term health and wellness. In summary, remember that your environment dictates behaviour. We've looked specifically at three environments that can influence your health and wellness on a daily basis. These are at home, at work and with friends and family. Often it's just a case of being more intentional and trying to create an environment that supports the life that you want to lead. It could be a few small tweaks that make the management of your health and fitness easier, but sometimes more drastic change in our environment is required. So the takeaway is to go and look at these three areas of your life and start making some adjustments if needed. In doing so, it's going to become easier to stick to the behaviours that will ultimately lead you to the best possible results. Oh, one more thing. If you want to look, move and feel better, but you're not sure where to start, or perhaps you have started and you're not seeing the results you were hoping for, then you need to check out our Ultimate Health and Fitness Scorecard. It's a free self-assessment tool that you can use to make sure you're covering all of your bases when it comes to getting amazing results in health and fitness for any goal. All you have to do is head over to the Fitness Studio 46 website and it should pop up after a few seconds. Once completed, you will know exactly where you can focus your efforts and you can even arrange a 15-minute phone call with myself to discuss the results. So head over to fitness-studio46.co.uk and I hope to speak to you soon.